Hey, America. Start, Start listening, listening now. now. Oh, back to our usual chaos. Oh, our four-part chaos. Welcome back. Oh, Quick, yeah. uh, what are what are your three favorite differences about Europe? Uh, their duty-free has a perfume section that you have to traverse like an obstacle course. Yep. Uh, their duty-free has a chocolate-only section that you have to traverse like a, a mental obstacle course. Uh, and uh, there's better beer. Roll it. And welcome to another better episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision Song Contest podcast from America. Ferrera was great in Barbie. I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Derek. I'm Samantha. And I'm Danny. Yeah, she was, wasn't she? She was. Uh-huh. Uh, before, and before anyone says anything, I've still mm-hmm. only seen about 90% of Barbie. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, so, that's right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Derek, you probably haven't heard this. Um, I went and saw Barbie, and right towards the end, at a rather climactic moment of the film, uh, the fire alarm went off in the movie oh, theater. Oh, yeah, yeah, I heard the story. Okay. I thought and... you walked out because it was too woke for you, and it hates Oh, <laughs> I mean, I would... I'm sure that last ten percent saves it, or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay, but you're 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 still interested in women, so that's good. Yeah, it didn't yeah, convert sure. you. Yeah, no, I, I think so. Speaking of women, Sam. Uh... <laughs> 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 and with the socials, it's the first one of those that's made sense. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I am the token female here. Uh, happy to, happy to present to you. Ooh, hello. Uh, yes, and I'm happy to present to you the socials. Yes, you can find us on all of the standard social media outlets: Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Threads, Instagram, at etc. etc. Uh, at one, two points USA, or just email us directly at twelve points of America at gmail.com. Uh, feel free to check out our fabulous merchandise over on our Redbubble page, or you can support us directly. Uh, with a monthly contribution to Patreon. And whether you support us financially or not, we love you either way. Thank you for listening to us and joining the family. Uh, But Patreon supporters do get some exclusive content and early access to episodes. Um, You might also be listening to us via our friends over at Switch Radio Europe Calling this week. If you are, hi. If you're not, check out Switch Radio Europe Calling. It's more fantastic Eurovision-related content uh, all the the darn time. So, uh, yeah, get on that. Before we get into our main topic of the episode, just some super quick Eurovision news that we're going to try to breeze right through. Uh, at our last episode, we mentioned that by the time that the last episode basically aired, we would have Malta's Junior Eurovision artists selected, and they have picked. Uh, so congratulations to Yulan Law, a alum of, I want to say, The Voice of Malta, or Malta's Got Talent, or possibly both. I feel like she's been trying for a number of years to sing for Malta at Junior Eurovision, so she's finally getting her shot now. Congratulations. Yulan Law. We will hear right. her song at a later point. Malta has enacted Yulan Law. Ooh, love it. Speaking of Malta, at, at the oh, yeah. at the time of recording, we got some uh, some weird Malta news about about 2024 in Big Boy Eurovision. Uh, Do tell. Well, it just some some changes to basically every aspect of their. National final process. Uh, they're changing the quarterfinals by not having them. They're having. They're changing the semifinal by having them done uh, live. Well, maybe that part's not actually that different. But then they're changing the final 
by having those be live on tape or music videos huh. uh, in, instead of instead of, you know, a live performance like you would uh, typically see. Uh, I don't get it. Uh, I don't I, either. <laughs> What's this, going on here? This, this is Malta weird. Decided to change their finals to total request live. I mean, part of me is wondering: is it a is it a decision of logistics or money saving? Or I'm not exactly sure what the what the deal Why is or the, the reason behind final, that. Though I know you would expect maybe the semifinal to, if if anything. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. If, if you if you have to cut costs. By making something worse, let's yeah, say. Yeah, why wouldn't you make the longer round be the pre-recorded round? Yeah, it's... I don't know. It's really odd. And I mean, it, I, it doesn't feel like this is some sort of reaction to like how the busker did because they were great. And my God, it, it, the, the, the live performance is what sold it. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, if, if you happen to be listening to this and you happen to be Maltese, reach out to us on social media or just email us directly if you have any any input on why this is going on. And I'm, I'm genuinely curious to know. Yeah. Malta, explain yourselves. Uh, all right. So in other in other good news, uh, we have a hearty congratulations to say over to official friend of the show or unofficial friend of the show, Duncan Lawrence, the dunk. The he got dunk. married. Now he's Mr. Dunk. He's an I honest man. <laughs> That's right. The Dunk's got a hunk. Mm. I haven't seen him. Who knows? He's uh, rather attractive. I, yeah, I think he probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, I don't I think, think Duncan Lawrence just went slumming it for a husband. <laughs> yeah. So, Sam, what's it? How does it feel to have Duncan Lawrence copy you? Yeah. How does it feel to be I the mean, vanguard? Well, it depends. I mean, did you notice the fact that I had a giant orb on my registry? Because I mean, that's orb. orb. Oh, you're welcome, by the way. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> I was wondering. I was wondering who that came from. It just came yeah. came to my house in an unmarked box. Just an ominous orb. It was fantastic. But yes, uh, congratulations sorry, to him and the sky. <laughs> just uh... descending. What's up, orb? And then the orb leaves. I forgot about. I kind of forgot about the orb. The orb's great. Oh, orb is great. I... I think the orb, orb is life. It it grew inside. It hung out behind Las Canto. I mean, I was going to say Las Vegas. In that chat, have oh, you yeah. seen? Have you seen? All right, that thing creeps me out. It's it. I don't know what it is. It's too big. It's too round. I I don't know. I don't like it. I really it's don't like it. Round. Well, I That's think it's every problem. major city in America has to have a imposing round edifice of some kind. What's ours? Uh, uh, the the cherry on the spoon bridge of cherry. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, of course, of course. But, but yes, congratulations uh, to Duncan Lawrence and husband Jordan Garfield, partners both in life as well as songwriting partners as well. They've collaborated together musically many, many times. Did did so? They're just he worked on arcade. Taking that collaboration he? to the next level. I don't did think he... Jordan Garfield worked on arcade, but they no? did work oh, together okay. on Burning Daylight. Aww. They were burning yeah, daylight. Yeah, mine too. It's weird when a song doesn't make it out of the first semi. It's just like you forget it exists forever because so much stuff happens after that. It's just gone. It's gone. Yeah. Well, this is a really sad 
segue, but also speaking of things that are that are gone, we we say goodbye oh, no. uh, and and a, a rest easy to Patricia Breden, uh, the United Kingdom's first artist at Eurovision ever. Uh, so the 1957 uh, representative with the song All. She passed away on August 13th at the age of 88. She'd been living in Canada for basically the latter half of her life. Uh, All was the shortest Eurovision song in history at a minute and 52 uh, until until 2015 when Ina Munpita showed up on the scene. Yeah. And interestingly enough, just kind of quirk of Eurovision history, the song right after All, which was Italy's song Corte della Mia Chitarra, was Eurovision's longest song in history at five minutes and nine seconds. This is obviously before the three minute rule came into effect. So, I mean, I guess when you average the two of them out, you get to about, you know, <laughs> just over <laughs> three minutes a pop. Uh, so yeah, Breden's passing means that Denmark's Bertha Vilka is the last remaining living singer from the 1957 contest. If you had her on your ton team, congratulations. Woo. Oh God. <laughs> I did. We did it. You did it. You lived. I don't know why I'm congratulating this person, but that that's like, are are any 1956 singers left? I I you know what I took a quick look and according to Wikipedia, there are two at least that are still with us. Ooh. I know Lisa Asia is no longer with us. No, Lisa she, Asia she is... died since we started this show. I remember that. Yes. Yeah, she did. She did. But no, I, I don't have the no, the names right off the top of my head, but I believe there are two singers from the 56 contest that are still alive. So yeah. Yeah. All right. So how exactly do we elegantly segue from uh, a, a farewell to Patricia Breden to our main topic of the week? Any, any. Pithy... I don't think there's a tasteful or elegant way to. So um, uh, we'll take a break for our sponsor. Um, I sure hope we have a sponsor by now. Uh, and then we'll talk about uh, Dear God Vision. Oh, this week's idea. episode is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Casper <laughs> mattresses. Hello uh, Fresh. The, the Quip Electric. Hello Fresh. Uh, Skillshare. Did oh, we yeah, say Skillshare? Skillshare? Yeah. To, uh, yeah. Uh, or Mubi. Yeah. Or QB. Yeah. Or whichever the good movie service is. Anyway, um, there's something new and funky happening. Uh, apparently, Eric and I are calling it Dear God Vision. Yeah. Um, but it is. What is the actual name of this contest that was recently held? Is it Panarctic Vision? What is it? What do we got here? Yes. Panarctic Vision, uh, a.k.a. Dear God Vision. And honestly, Dear God Vision, I think, is a good name for it because there are <laughs> dancers like during every performance almost of people in like like the lycra red suits with antlers on. Sure, like sure, sure. there's literal Dear God stuff going on throughout this whole thing. Uh, Sam, how, how did we find out about this? I... Oh, honestly, this this came to to us through the grapevine and and through our definite friends of the show uh, over at Eurovision Ireland. Uh, I mean, awesome, awesome folks, uh, and great resource to get some of your news. Um, but yeah, they they ended up putting this on their website, and I'm like, what is what is this? Why have I not heard about this before? And so I passed the information along to my comrades in arms here at Twelve Points of America, and we were like, yeah, we have to talk about this. This is this is brilliant. And we've there, there are Eurovision like shows all over the world. You know, we've talked about Turk Vision in the past. We, uh, you know, I, as somebody who lives in Chile, I'm always uh, I've always loved uh, the Festival of Vina del Mar. There are 
you know, things like New Wave and Slavyansky Bazaar. There are things all over the world. But this is the first time that the Arctic regions, the Arctic territories have come together and put together their own blank vision contest. So we were we were kind of entranced by this. Oh, it's great too, you guys. It's uh it's in certainly in the Eurovision mold. You know, you have your you have your hosts, you have your running order, you have uh, the points reveal towards the end for something, but there are there are a number of really interesting ways in which it differs, uh, and uh, just other things that make it interesting. I think maybe the most interesting thing is the organization that put this on, uh, and I think I think that's maybe a good place to start. We need to talk about this uh, this alliance, mm-hmm. so to speak, that yeah. uh, is is responsible. For dear God vision and this is uh I oh where do I even start on this thing that I said we would start with so this is this is put on by a, a group called Nordting which is sort of a, a independent international assembly for basically all of the uh, countries and regions that are within the Arctic Circle and is that the only rule, really, is just that you have to be from yeah. within the Arctic Circle? It, I, I That's what it looks like. I mean, I, I don't know how strict that is. They seem, uh, in some ways at least, laid back. Uh, <laughs> there are some exceptions to that, which I'll get to in a second. Uh, they are, yeah, like, like I said, informal, but are, are very, very adamant about protecting their land, protecting the, the 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 culture that surrounds being in those areas, you know, fishing and and they yeah, they um they have a rather unfortunate slogan. Yes. I think which is <laughs> uh, which is make the north great again. Please tell uh, me that was slightly tongue in cheek. Please. Well, well, it no, I, 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 I think got a couple of Game of Thrones fans over there. I think <laughs> I, I, I think there is there is a bit of of irony to it. I think it was probably inspired a bit by a certain person's bizarre and pointless attempt, quote unquote, to purchase Greenland for the United States. Oh, and, 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 oh. oh I and, forgot all about that. Well, and 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 the idea that that Greenland a place that has its own culture and its own customs and, and things like that was being treated as this pawn, you know, in, in international diplomacy by right. someone who let's be honest, didn't care at all about Greenland or its people or its culture or anything like that, but was just trying to trying to be a diplomatic strongman and throw his weight around and buy Greenland, which is stupid. And uh, there's a there's an intro in the uh, Panarctic Vision, Dear God Vision show uh, run featuring narration by the guy who I get the vibe is like in charge of this. And he talks about how that sort of thing is nothing new to people in in these countries and, and in this area that oh, yeah. that so many of these you know, small villages have uh, fishing villages and things like that 
have been usurped and undercut by these big corporations that are taking over massive amounts of 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 not land but but sea you know it, it there and and taking all of these things and it has really negatively impacted the way of life for a lot of people who live in that part of the world and that's kind of why this alliance exists i mm. think it to to have some togetherness and to try and push back in whatever way they can towards the corporatization of of those industries and and that sort of thing because it just tramples over the history and the culture and yada 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 and that also inspired this organization has uh, sort of a national anthem for itself. And I'm going to read you the lyrics to this anthem because they're I unbelievable. Say, I, I knew you were going to read these, so I didn't spoil myself, but I was very curious as to what it actually sounds like. So, right. What is it like? So, uh, well, I'm going to have to get the bleep button ready oh, uh, <laughs> for, for reasons that will become clear uh, in just a moment. This is from a, a blog post by a, a fisherman from I forget which country, but who had who had basically, you know, his whole family business was just trampled over, uh, and and he had a private blog where he he wrote these words. Uh, this is an English translation of what he said, and they have turned it into a song. They sing this song in the show, and uh, these are the words. Here we go. You king bastards. Enough is enough. Stealing all resources and leaving us with nothing. Kiss my dirty. <laughs> give back all our fish. You poor <laughs> donkey. I think that's like track four on the South Park, the movie uh, soundtrack. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this is. Um, um, and it's sung this, to the tune listen, of Ode to Joy. It, it, it <laughs> honestly, it's sung in the in the cadence of like a national anthem. It's incredible. <laughs> I, I this I realize this sounds like we're making it up. This is a hundred percent real. It's they they all the acts all sing this on stage at the end of the show, like in I think Norwegian and then in English. Yeah. I believe I think he is Norwegian. I just did a quick search. I think he's okay. Norwegian. It's unbelievable. I, I love this. I love this uh, so so, much. so just so so we've set the tone. This is what these folks are about. They decided to do their own Eurovision, basically. Uh, that's what we're about to get into. Are the folks that that wrote this lovely, lovely song called uh, the Bangson Song, named for the guy who who wrote the words. Now it it should be noted, like just because this has a you know defiant yet somewhat tongue in cheek, the, like the songs that we're about to talk about, like they're actually solid, serious, like straightforward songs. It's not like mm -hmm. a joke competition or anything like that. This is actually awesome and in earnest so just because we're kind of poking you know not, not we're not poking fun we're simply you know i'm just stating facts. what's going on isn't we're stating facts always here. the way that we approach you know eurovision you know it's a it's a fun silly little contest but then there's also like there's some serious and actually cool stuff that we have going on and for once oh, yeah. we have an entire contest that is some cool serious stuff going on so there were originally intended to be 10 participants in this contest. Unfortunately, I think through uh, an issue with travel, uh, there only ended up being nine in total. So unfortunately, there was no entry from Nunavut, which if you look on the website of the uh, of the event, there is a Nunavut flag 
still represented, but there was no Nunavut entry, but there were nine altogether. So why don't we just do a quick rundown of the regions that were covered? So we had uh, the Sotmi uh, population of Northern Finland, uh, then a, a woman who was born in Murmansk, Russia. She is listed under Russian Arctic exile. She's now living in Tbilisi, but she is uh, Arctic, Arctic Russian. Uh, the state of Alaska here in the U.S., uh, the Yukon Territory of Canada, Greenland, uh, Iceland, specifically the northern part of Iceland. I believe the singer's from uh, Akureyri. Uh, the Faroe Islands, uh, Sotmi Territories or Sami Territories of of Norway, and no, then Norway, just North, Norway and Sweden, and then, I think. Norway and Sweden. Okay, yeah. thank you. Uh, and then just northern Norway. Yes. All right. It's it's a couple of things worth noting with these with these. First of all, there's an American contestant in this, so that's yeah, can great. you believe we've got we've <laughs> we we got in one of these. Hooray! Yay! Uh, sort of. We got Alaska uh, in there. <laughs> Jewel's going to perform next year, I'm sure. And and then they they also made a point towards the beginning of this to to acknowledge. Uh, it is important to them that Russia be included in this uh, because, it, well, not like Russia, you know, Russia, yes. Russia, but, but I mean, like half of the, half of the, like of the Arctic, the Arctic yeah. border <laughs> with land is Russia, like literally about half of it is Russia. And, and so it, that's, that's a big part of it. But like, you know, higher ups in Russia, let's say, how, how how much concern do they give to those communities in northern Russia and in, in northeast yeah. and that sort of thing? Because you know it's not a lot. Well, uh, it's, besides, it's, you know, I'm I'm sure they give passing uh, interest to like the towns of Arkhangelsk and Murmansk just because they are yep, sort of sure. quasi major ports. But imagine, you know, being at the mouth of the Yenisei River or like being on one right. of those archipelagos, yeah. and, like nothing. And, yeah, and I think culturally, a lot of those, a lot of those communities, uh, in in northern, far northern Russia, it, are going to culturally have a lot more in common with maybe the Sami or the uh, the folks in the folks in Yellowknife, or or whatever. So this is a community that that really they're just a huge part of, and and so yeah, it was they called it R A X here, Russian Arctic Exile. The performer was uh is from Murmansk is that right I believe I believe she's uh, from Murmansk originally but lives yeah. lives in Tbilisi now uh because as with the case of a lot of people the the postcards of this thing were basically like the the performers audition video like audition tapes where they talk about themselves Aww. and she talks mm -hmm. about how she's one of I think she said a hundred thousand people from from the area she's from that are displaced uh, wow. because of wow yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, that's uh, it, so that's what's going on in Murmansk, uh, by the way. Yeah, we 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 don't talk about Russia much on this show anymore, and there are good reasons for that. But there are parts, uh, there are people that like are suffering, and and mm -hmm. I this is this is dear God vision, it's not it's not here to solve any problems or anything, but. right. But just a reminder to to everyone, I guess. That, yep. God, this 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 episode is 
is a real downer for <laughs> despite despite should i read the lyrics again would that help <laughs> uh, <laughs> we should have saved that for like a lead-in to all of the songs oh yeah maybe anyway I mean, why don't we why don't we talk a little bit about the songs? You talked about where these folks are all from, but I mean, mm-hmm. uh, there was a really pretty big variety of the kinds of songs that were represented. So why don't we why don't we talk a little bit about what what we heard and saw? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So I mean, why don't we just start? I mean, I don't know if this is running order that you that, that yes. you put these in, Eric. Or? It is. Yes. All right. So then we'll start with the top of the show with Ailu and Alexi from the uh, Sami community of Northern Finland. Yeah. So these guys are uh, a rap and juggling duo. Yeah. <sighs> Makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to say that I, I, I don't hate this song um, that that this was. <laughs> if I had to run a top three, that this would probably be like number three, maybe. But it isn't a Eurovision or a Eurovision adjacent contest unless we have some weirdos, you know, some real weirdos. <laughs> I'm glad we have the rap jugglers here at the beginning yeah. of the show. Uh, they had a great interview with him where it was like, yeah, I was doing my, my uh, you know, my raps and stuff. Then I, you know, paired up with this guy to juggle while I rap. And it's been great. It's working out great. And everything like. I don't understand what the like metric is for greatness in that specific scenario, but I guess they, I guess it's going good. So, so that's nice. Cool. Uh, next up, we have our aforementioned Russian Arctic exile, Katya Gilman, uh, background in jazz, really quite a lovely piano based ballad in, in Russian, if I'm not mistaken, not any. I believe it's in Russian. Yes. Yeah. This one really is nice. It's, uh, it, it seems like that kind of yeah. it's it's very very chill. This is the something that I expect. Like I would lay money on it being rediscovered under a chill wave remix in like a year or so. Ooh. The sort of thing where I expect someone would like like she should be opening for Polisa or something. Oh, remember Polisa? Ah, oh, yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> That's why you mentioned Polisa. Always good to mention Polisa, I think. Good. Somebody uh, please okay. let's, talk let's about the next back. song. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, the yeah. next song is from yeah. Alaska. This is one that actually, like, I, I, USA. I, I will USA. just take the lead on this USA. one because this is one that came up when I was listening to it, and it sounded uncannily close to just American English. And then I had to really pay attention and be like, oh, no, they're, they are not. So this is sung in Yupik. Uh, the, this, uh, this is uh, Byron Nikolai uh, mm-hmm. from way up north in Alaska. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. like it's, uh, it was very uncanny uh, just, <laughs> just to, to, to listen to this song just sort of in passing. Yeah, because I mean, obviously, Yupik and English don't have cognates. They're not they're not related languages at all. Mm. So just to have, I, I'm not sure if it's just the phonetics of it just kind of hit my I ear in just a way that was very comfortable. But I think it's the it was, fact that it it's just great. intoned in a mm. trap style because it's a it's essentially yep. a trap song. Um, yeah. So it it's actually just really interesting to be like, oh man, Yupik really works for this. <laughs> 
So I, I had not been super familiar with the UPIC people. Uh, it's it, they're f basically four different subgroups. They're all in the those Arctic regions, not all in the same place, uh, which is kind of cool. But there are some slight variations of this language, and yeah, I, I yeah, it it is kind of the way he sings it, but it's it still kind of feels like you you're following along even though you don't know a single word. Uh, yeah, mm. good, nice, nice young kid. Uh, in a, a community of a few hundred people and yeah. uh yeah that's <laughs> that's going to be a theme here is these these small these yeah. small towns i don't think anyone's I mean, coming just... from a <laughs> besides uh besides uh, uh t t why am i blanking on her name besides katya you know I, I don't think anyone's coming from a town of bigger than ten thousand to this contest I mean, I think that the guy from Iceland, we'll talk about the guy from Northern Iceland in a little bit. Oh, He's sure. coming from coming from Akureyri, which is like Iceland's second largest city, which Never. isn't saying a ton, but <laughs> I mean, Akureyri is, you know, it's, it's a pretty sizable town. But I mean, I love just kind of listening to these songs and listening to these artists all on Spotify. Most of them really only have a handful of monthly listeners. You know, mm -hmm. uh, their, their biggest song may only have, you know, a thousand, a thousand plays. But I mean, these are acts that I would have never known anything about and would have known very, very little about where they come from. And now I know that for some of these acts, like I'm absolutely going to be starting to follow them and, and follow their careers and see what's going to happen to them next. I'm very um, glad. It's it's sort of like the heart of, of Eurovision, like presenting us some uh, some legitimately great acts that I would have never discovered. And then some weirdos that I really don't think I'd ever listen to again. Like it's <laughs> it's nice that we just have this small little your, microcosm. Your life I think is a good still segue into though. I, yeah, for sure. Right. For sure. But I think it's a good segue into the next song, which I'm sure we all enjoyed. <laughs> just I kinda, travel a little I kinda bit. I kind of like this one. You do? Okay. We're traveling a little just bit, to a the little east. Bit. This is the Yukon's song, the Sweeties, which are a, apparently described as sacred harp doom rock. That's correct. Um, I think rock is being generous, uh, but sacred sacred harp doom is definitely it. Like it's uh this is our <laughs> this is definitely our weirdo of the group, even weirdo, even weirder than our rap jugglers. This feels like it just to add a little bit more reverb and this is exactly what every goth in 1979 wanted to sound like yeah i felt like the song uh antioch was it was that the name of the, t the title of it mm -hmm. yep it's sort of like there were these indie voices there were a tonal structure and a rhythmic structure that did sort of bring to mind native you know first nations i guess you could say native american and first nations motifs with very Christian lyrics and a very fuzzy rock bass line that I just, for sure, for sure, yeah. It was just uh, everything just put into a blender and they make donuts. Oh, yes, yes. that's right. They run a donut, donut shop, shop and Yellowknife. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to. Yeah, I'm really glad that Yellowknife has donuts just conceptually. I think that's really good. And not I, to, I mean, granted, Tim Hortons is great. I've got nothing against Tim Hortons, but like, support your local donut shop. You know, get oh, your yeah. get your local. Way ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I I honestly kind of enjoyed this, and I, I seeing the the live performance. It's just the two of them. It's sort of like a white stripe setup in terms of in terms of instrumentation, I guess. 
but the guy's a, a, a pretty creative guitar player and and at least live there's a there's a sort of a a sludginess to the tone of the guitar that that reminds me of like a honestly like a like a like black sabbath uh really early metal saying uh, late so, 70s goth sort of, sort of is what it sounds thing. like to me yeah. for sure yeah i mean Sludgy, i'm i'm, I'm yeah. going i'm going earlier than that uh yeah. <laughs> it, it's a, like late 60s early 70s and and obviously that's where the black sabbath similarities end yes uh, <laughs> but it's i don't i i I'm not saying it's it's amazing. I don't know that it's something I would listen to a ton, but I found it quite interesting. Also, the live vocals weren't great, uh, but but it was just really interesting. And like, I don't know that there's anyone anywhere else in the world that would produce a sound that's this combination of things. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure, yeah. for sure. This is uh, this is being heard nowhere else. Yeah, and I. I I love that. I appreciate that a ton. I think that's really cool. Yeah. Very true. Sludgy. That's not a word I, I hear very much when it comes to music, but I get and it. And it's not one that we're going to be using during the Eurovision season at all. Imagine if like during no, JESC, we encountered a singer where we're just like, and I really like the sludgy sound of this oh, JESC. Port- oh, yeah, you've said that Portugal's going to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, um, yeah, it, it's, it's Portugal or it's going to be Georgia. George is going to bring oh, the sludge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's bringing we found sludge? A, we found a, a way to de-age Torniki Kipriani. Uh, <laughs> oh, and now yeah. he's now he's doing junior. Singing about okay. Spanish guys. <laughs> and all the sludge. <laughs> anyway, should we should we move on to Greenland then? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Nuia, which I believe means the clouds. Yes. Uh, yeah, so string band string backed rock band from Nuuk. Uh I believe the band itself is, is so they're based in Greenland, but they are sort of an international group. There are some Icelanders in the group, I think some some Danes as well, but they are based in Greenland. Their songs are in Greenlandic. Um, Eric, you put some notes in here about a weird drummer situation. Yeah, so there's a yeah, so there's a couple of things here uh, that were kind of unique about Greenland's presence in this thing. It, basically, it is very, very expensive to get out of Greenland, uh, and to and to get to a place like uh, I don't think. Did we mention where this was held? It's, it's no, in actually, a, we didn't. Yeah, yeah this Vatsa, is in northern Norway. Vatsa. Yeah. It's in the, on the northern coast, tippy top of Norway. It's a town of about six thousand, but they have an auditorium uh, that they were able to hold. There's a there's a decent crowd for this thing. Uh, probably mostly locals, I, I would think. Uh, but they really seem to enjoy that there was a thing happening in their town. Uh, it's a town that has a midnight sun about two months of the year ah. uh, over over the summer. Uh, and consequently, no sunlight at all for a different two months of the year uh, or, or very the little, vampires. Anyway. Yeah. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, these guys. So, though. so as as a result of that, they couldn't bring everyone. Uh, they could. The drummer just couldn't make it oh. uh, to to the show. So there was a, a a drummer from a local group whose name I did not write down, and I should have, uh, who filled in. And this was all like uh, no backing tracks here. All of this was live performance, by the way. Cool. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, Take that, so they had a, yeah. So they they had a different uh, they had a different drummer, and one of the things they noted, uh, like I said, the the postcards are like. 
their audition videos. So they talk about like what life is like for them on a day-to-day basis and things like that. And one of the things they mentioned is that um, for whatever reason, uh, there there are certain laws and requirements in, in Greenland uh, for getting uh, certain benefits and, and things like that. Uh, one of those is that you be gainfully employed. And for whatever reason, they do not consider being a musician a job. Oh, so uh, very, that's very incorporisano, isn't it? Uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, to a rather extreme degree, actually. That that uh, it's it is very tough to be an uh, just about any type of artist in Greenland because uh, because of the way the you know those social benefit structures are 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 set up for some reason. Uh, they don't consider you as being employed if you are a musician. Wow. So I don't know if it's like just self-employment in general, perhaps, or, or what, which seems a little bit weird, but, but uh, yeah, they, they talked about it's, it's hard out there for a Greenlander. And uh, if you're a, yeah, I know what I said. If you're a musician there, it is, it is genuinely very difficult. And so the fact that they were able to go do this uh, with such a cool song, and we'll get into we'll get into that as well. But but uh, yeah, that's um, that was that was a sad thing to learn today. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's hard enough to be an artist anywhere in the world, but knowing that you don't have even the 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 social structures to be able to fall back on for to even give it a shot makes it really difficult. So, I mean, that makes me appreciate this song. And I, I, I think I'm almost positive. I've brought up another band from Greenland that I've always loved um, called Nanuk in the past that, you know, my dream is to get them to represent Denmark at Eurovision. Um, but it just gives me a whole new level of respect for Greenlandic artists, frankly. Anyway, let's move on to uh, Iceland or Northern Iceland specifically. Drengurin uh, Fengurin. So yep. the sort of the sort of Chuck <laughs> Tingle of Iceland, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. In the fact that he wears a bag upon his head and he's very prolific. Uh I, I don't know if any of his books trans or any of his uh albums translate to, you know, the things that Chuck Tingle's lyrics uh translate to, but I'm I'm, I'm assuming they do. Derek, you, you you how many monthly listeners on Spotify did you say this guy has? 46. Wow. Got to start somewhere. 46. I mean, yeah. yeah. And how many That's, albums does he have? Uh, he has he has released 12 albums already this year. <laughs> uh, it sounds like he just, anytime something happens to him, he just writes an album and records it. He's done different yeah, for- genres. He's done different things. His, his song for this is uh, uh, pretty avant-garde. Uh, as as you might imagine, again, yeah, he he performs with a with a bag like a burlap sack on his head, uh-huh. uh, with uh, three question marks across the forehead, like he's like the Riddler from that you bought on Wish uh, <laughs> or something, and and uh, singing about I don't know what. Uh, but he seemed like a, a weird and interesting guy, fairly introspective, you know, in in his video that he that he sent seemed like a. Uh, an interesting person, uh, but also uh, he wears a paper bag on his head. So uh, yeah, and the songs the song is indeed uh, indeed quite weird. He's not Shia LaBeouf. 
<laughs> I mean, few are truly. <laughs> He seems like the kind of guy who, if he could just somehow break out of this little town, he could he could have a pretty intense following. He yeah. could be Iceland's Rambo Amadeus. Yeah. I'm reminded of there's a the American guitarist uh Buckethead. Uh, yeah, yes. was, he, he was he was in Guns N' Roses for a while and he had a he had a song in Guitar Hero and and it, it has has a has a cult following and he releases a new album like a new instrumental thing like once or twice a week and he has for years and years and it's it's so it it kind of gives me that same vibe of just like this unending creativity it, are are any of the masterpieces like i don't know but but if <laughs> if, if, if it's probably not but 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 if 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 he could yeah i think derek you're right if he could find his following my goodness it, it's I, I kind of want to send some clips of this guy to like shuffle function or oh, our, yeah. fr our, our friends on American radio. Like, I feel like, Whoa. I feel like they get super into this, into this. Yeah. Game. I mean, yeah. Okay. So, so Drengurin Fengerin is Buckethead. That is our, now our, our, our head cannon. That's what this is now. Yeah. I mean, I haven't sure. seen the two of them in the same room at the same time. Yeah. Burlap head. Burlap head. Yeah. Yeah. Next, we got uh, this, and uh, we had some Eurovision representation from this place this year. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, not for long. Oh, oh, got him. It's the Faroe Islands. That's we're <laughs> it's the Faroe Islands that we're talking about, or Furiar, as it is uh, called in Faroese, I assume. So mm -hmm. this is, and I'm going to try my best because this is quasi Icelandic. What do we got here? Gudrid Hansdotter. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's close pretty enough. close to it. Yeah. Pretty close. This is one yeah. of my favorites of the contest, actually. This is um, really easygoing coffee shop uh, acoustic, um, you know, like kind of not quite folk pop, but like very listenable folk music. This is uh, this is gorgeous. I really, I really, really like this song. If I could recommend just two songs for uh, people to listen to to get an idea of what was in this contest, uh, it's Iceland and the Faroe Islands. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was I was totally on board with this. It just warm and chill at the same time. Like a mm -hmm. like I, I just want a mug of cocoa and like a big fleecy blanket while watching the the yeah, waves. Yeah, she ought to like she ought to have some big some big mittens. Oh, oh, it'd be, it'd be <laughs> kind of hard to play a piano or strum a guitar with those mittens on. Ah, but like, ah, oh, I just I just kind of want to sit in a cozy cafe with like a little fleecy blanket, but like a nice view just by the coast, watching. Glacier's Cab or something like that, and just oh no, a warm, a warm mug of something. Just ah, watch the world die. Ah, how idyllic! It's perfect. It really is a nice song. Uh -huh. This 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 gal has uh, some de some degree of international following more than a lot of the other acts in this contest a little more mm -hmm. experience and i think it kind of shows in the in the performance and in the song as well but she's she's confident she's very very good uh really 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 great act mm. all right so then we move over to the uh sami regions of northern norway and sweden um just listed as ma very very sparse very Nordic. Uh, yeah, in, instrumentally sparse. A lot of like, uh, 
I think homemade instruments Ooh. or, or, or like, uh, some of them look like they could have been homemade or just very old, but a, a sort of traditional instrumentalism. And then the vocals are, whoo, um, I have to agree with your wild. assessment that they are Bjorky. Like they yep. really, there is, it, it, this song is just like, it's really like sparse is the word for it because you feel like you're not listening to a song so much as like the soundscape of the North. And then all mm -hmm. of a sudden yeah. there's sort of these little moments of almost jazziness with these almost. vocals. It's but real like, uh, You know, the, the moments when Bjork is being uh, especially... Especially uh, Bjorkish. Uh, yes, loud yeah. or caustic or whatever you want to call it. Caustic. I, I, I don't want to say like screamy because I don't think that's mm -hmm. quite right. But but like, well, sometimes it is. But, but, but very intense. Almost uh, primal. Yeah, that that's a that's a better word uh, for for that sort of vocal. She does a bit of that. Is imagine that mixed with with like Fred from Kano yoiking, because I I think it is a it is a Sami sort of vocalization. Yeah. Uh, it's just very different from the from you know the pop yoiking that uh, that we've seen in. Uh, Mostly Kano, but I, we've had other. <laughs> we 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 see it here and there. Um, we've talked about uh, Echo in uh, mm -hmm. the the song about uh, the man who is a cow, as it turns out. Ah, yes. Uh, and yeah. Oh God, uh, this one it's it's <laughs> it's a bit of an acquired taste. I think. I think some people are gonna like hear the vocals mm -hmm. and the stylings and be like, I nah, I don't I don't get this. No, this is the song that they this is the song that someone would put it on uh, college radio here. Someone would put it on Radio K when they uh, just want to take a bathroom break. <laughs> it should be said this is over six minutes long. This song is. That's also true. Yeah, there there is yes. not a three minute limit to this bad boy. Which brings us to the next song, which is, and we were just talking about trading between long songs and and short songs this year. Uh, mm. for for this episode but the the last song of the contest is this is the punk song that is like a blistering ramones fast minute and a half uh this is skull correct this is uh yep. from fin, from finnmark this is from the the sami area of north finland correct no uh, it's actually uh, no, it's no, not norway, a, no. norway, actually right. yeah, yeah despite despite the area being called finnmark it is neither in denmark nor in finland but extreme northern that's right. norway that's right yeah, to foil it's... crossword puzzlers and quiz bowlers for an eternity yeah it's yes uh, just yeah not not sami here just northern norway just it's like the northern it's norway. like the main of norway <laughs> I'm sure their access is, is probably I, just as inscrutable. For sure. But we go from a style that we're sure is fairly uh, insular and very of its area. But my gosh, uh, this is uh, this is very, very fast youth punk as you would expect it from New York in 1980. Like this is it is oh, yeah. straight blistering punk. But considering that the members of the band are between the ages of what, like fifteen and nineteen? Yeah, that's correct. They're, yeah, they, they are, are just they're, kids. They're youngins. They're wee bairns. Yes, and uh, and they are they're kicking musical ass like that. So I mean, good good on them. <laughs> and honestly, good on their parents for probably having really really good like 
music collections of their own that their kids were able to access and like rock out to. You know, I was I thinking like... about uh, like how hard is it to get a drum kit up there, <laughs> and or a pair a pair of guitars and amps and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it, I mean, probably it, easier it's... there than it would be to be on you know, uh, yeah. you know, gotta take UConn the, ferry, gotta or, take the or, train or the Pharaohs. To... You know what's going to yeah. be the northernmost big town in in Norway? Past Bergen, yeah. past Trondheim. Maybe Tromso. 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 Hammerfest. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah. The the Ma the the act from Sami Norway was from Tromso. Okay. Ah. I, I believe. So. There's at least one person from there. I don't know what I'm. I don't know what point <laughs> I'm making. But. Well, that's all the songs. Um, give a listen to all of them because there really aren't that many. There's there's the nine. There is something for everyone here. Uh, and I yeah. guarantee that you'll like something. Um, uh, on that note, though, there was not a best song award given at this one. This one was was weird. So, Eric, how how did the voting how did the voting procedure go here? Well, there were two votes. The first vote was how many how many more votes should we have? Um, they, they, they wished for more wishes. Uh, and it basically said, you know, should we just have a single winner like these contests usually do? Or do we want to do something different? Do we want to have multiple winners? And by uh, six, about 60, 40 uh, was the vote. They decided multiple winners. So, so there are, there are basically four, uh, four different votes here. Uh, one technically has nothing to do with any of the songs, which is weird. Uh, and then three of them do. And the awards are uh, most revolutionary song. Mm -hmm. um, the song that gives you the most feeling of community and togetherness, which, oh my God, chef's Which kiss. is nice because we talk all the time about how a lot of these foreign languages have a word that is able to embody such a uh, indescribable or long phrase in English. And it's nice to know that they didn't have one in this case. <laughs> this is the song that gives you the most feeling of community and togetherness. Mm -hmm. the, so the the coziest song, the most Higa song, the most... I don't think so. The most Not Sisu. Uh, that's a different thing. That's a very uh, that's, different thing. Yeah, and then the most Arctic song. Absolutely. Uh, how, however, defined. Whatever, and whatever then, you think it means. <laughs> and then uh, the 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 other the last one is like the location most deserving of a prize that should host next year's contest. Not that they cool. have the not that they have the best song, but it's just like giving Carly Rae Jepsen a sword. It's just like this place is nice, and I think they should have something nice. Like, and it's and it's it. nice to note that that award went to Greenland, as we were just discussing how difficult it is to to physically travel off the island. Mm, so well, instead, we everybody's going to them instead. Yeah, yes, I, I don't know nice. that getting into Greenland is that much better. Is that much easier? But still, yeah. Actually, for us, it's probably not that bad. Oh, well, we just fly to Wool Air Force Base to Greenland. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think you can connect via Reykjavik or Keflavik. Sure. Or St. John's, so, surely whatever's is right up there. Oh, the yeah, but the, yeah, but to get the to Gander Saint, Airport. I've, no, I've trust me, I've looked to get to St. John's. You need at least two flights. So really, um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's That's not easy. Bad. 
Yeah. Okay. But yes, anyway, uh, so we should probably just go over our winners. The most revolutionary song, as voted by by the viewers of the show, uh, went to Northern Norway, the punks, uh, Skull. Mm-hmm. So good on them. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's worth it's worth thinking about what we talked about sort of at the top of the segment about the sort of sociopolitical situations in these Arctic countries and how businesses are big corporations and things are, are genuinely affecting them and climate change is affecting them and that sort of thing. When we talk about what meet what is a revolutionary song to the people voting on this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really makes me wish that I understood Norwegian, that I could really understand what they were saying. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sure it was gutsy. Uh, so the song that gives you the most feeling of community and togetherness, the cozy after the revolutionary, uh, that went to, to the Faroe song. Islands. It, yeah, went to went to the Faroe Islands. Gudrid, Hansdottir. So that was our our aforementioned acoustic goodness, the coffee house comfiness. comfiness. And the most Arctic song went to Greenland and Nuya. So the string-backed rock out of Nook. Yes. So freaking home. Arctic. I don't know what that means. I have no <laughs> idea either. But I, yeah, what makes what makes a song Arctic? What mm -hmm. makes a song anything? But it's mm -hmm. what what I mean. I'm guessing the people who who voted on this they know what that means and they yeah. know what. What evokes, what's um, what's what, a what Eurovision? What's a Eurovision song that you feel is the most Arctic? Icebreaker. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I was going to open the bidding at Hatred Munsegra. Um, no, I was gonna, yeah. I, I mean, I was going to say, uh, what was the the piece that the the folk uh, folk ladies did two years ago in Iceland? Oh, sisters. Not is was that right? Not okay, the German yeah, one. No, no, sister, not sisters, sister, but sister. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, mm -hmm. that works. That one's, yeah, yeah, that feels very Arctic. That gets played on Iceland airplanes still. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh. Mm -hmm. If it did, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought gosh. you were going to ask what category should we introduce to regular Eurovision, and I was going to suggest most chutzpah. The most, <laughs> the most plums. And that's where Hatred Moon Sigur for it. that one too. For sure. Yeah, it's also reassuring to know that even though we had technically we as Americans had an entrant in this competition, we still did, came up with nothing. So love love to see America's current streak in Eurovision and Eurovision adjacent contests continue. Mm -hmm. We're very. Proud. I mean, it's it, the thing is, is like it's it's really not about being an it's American. It's not about entry. America it's about or being anything in Alaska. anymore. Yes, it's not about being for Canadian. Sure. It's about being Yukon. And mm -hmm. yeah. and so forth, uh, but yeah, we still lost. That's okay. <laughs> oh well, that's all right. I mean, it and, and the thing is, looking at the potential for it to be in Greenland next year, I would be incredibly excited to see this continue and grow. Like I said, none of it was supposed to have been on the cards this year. They weren't able to make it, and there's also further room to grow. Like having more from Arctic Sweden, for example. We didn't have anything from uh, the northwestern territories of Canada. Uh, Svalbard didn't have an entrant this year. Oh, uh, Team Seed Vault. Let's go. Ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, there's there's room to grow here. And I think that I would be more than happy to keep my eye on this to see hopefully it continues on next year. 
Yeah, this thing's great. And and in addition to like listening to the songs, checking out the artists, this show is streamable still online. If you if you Google, uh, don't Google Dear God Vision. I don't think that's going to help you. But if you Google <laughs> if you Google Panarctic, it might just be PanarcticVision.org. Uh, there they have the stream of the contest still up. I don't. I can't imagine it's going anywhere. Uh, and you can watch the performances and and kind of check out the things they did. It it, it is you know. It has its quirks. It's a first effort. Uh, the 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 vote announcement is in um, is, is like done over Zoom. They they bring up different like screens on the Zoom to get the different people's votes, and it's very it's very charming. And in a few instances, it doesn't go very well. There's a great moment where the trying to get to oh gosh, I don't remember which one which uh, which Mystery. like country they were calling or whatever. Uh, oh, but it's and it's not jury. It was all public vote. Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. Uh, How refreshing! Uh, yeah, and uh, they they go to they go to like a Zoom screen and it's just black and there's nothing there and they're trying to figure out what to do and then suddenly go uh, suddenly a guy appears and they're like oh Hans or whatever his name was and and it's like oh good you're here and he goes I'm the tech guy Hans is in the bathroom. <laughs> And then they wait a second, and then the guy in the studio is like, "You know what? I'm just going to read their points. Let's move. Let's just keep moving here." <laughs> um, but you know, just you know, little quirks like that. They're still figuring it out. But it's it is a it is such a charming little show. You can see the passion that they have uh, in wanting to put something on and and bring some attention to these artists into the the situations in the Arctic Circle. Uh, you know, you think about it as just sort of an empty place filled with polar bears, but that's not uh, that's not entirely accurate. So yeah, and you know, again, they even put together a Spotify playlist uh, of even if some of the songs aren't necessarily on there, all of the artists are, so you can delve further into their catalogs as well. Just basically look for Pan Arctic Vision 2023, and they've got a nine song playlist up there for you uh really great stuff really really great stuff so like what was it what were everyone's favorite songs from this group by the way like uh, they would we don't need to do a full countdown but like what what songs were you were you really into uh i would say my top three uh i would give uh my third place to either the punk band from northern norway or i and alexi the the rapper and juggler from from North Finland in the Sami mm. community there. My second place, I would definitely give to Gudrid, Hans Dotter, uh, from the Pharaohs. And my number one, far and away, Greenland, Nuya. Yeah. Deux points. It's a very Sam song. It is it's such like, a Sam just, song. <laughs> I... Just up and down. Derek, what about you? I'm just so impressed we managed to go this entire episode without naming a single song. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they did not make it easy. Time, they... You guys are like, it's this artist from this country, and I'm like, what song? It, are here's you here's about? the thing: the the broadcast they did not make it easy. Did the <laughs> kind of did the same thing. I, I I don't remember if they gave the song titles in the broadcast. Like in all seriousness, so so that's on them. I, were they just fretting no, I, that I like it. us, they were going to butcher every individual language's title? Because <laughs> I was listening to the Spotify playlist today. Because I didn't, I couldn't find the stream, and then I'm, and now I'm like in the show, like I don't know what songs you guys are talking about because you just keep talking <laughs> about the country. <laughs> Sorry, 
no, we're no, trying. Yeah, this is why we're trying to give the information about the artists as well, because they weren't very clear about the name of the song. Some of them were older tracks. Some of them were brand new. Um, so yeah, it's again worth cross-referencing both watching the show as well as as the Spotify playlist. Again, look up Pan Arctic Vision 2023 on Spotify. They at least have all nine of the artists represented, even if some of the songs might be slightly different. So is that to say, Derek, you're not sure which ones were your favorites or? I mean, I know which ones are my favorites. Well, oh. like, uh, like for one, one example, Ma is listed as Morris. Yeah. On Spotify. And I'm yeah. like, is this the same person or is this somebody else? I think it, it's the same person. It's just a, it's a different. It's Morris. Lou and Alexi are not listed at all. So I'm not even sure which song that is. Ailu, uh, Ailu, Sahtan Yamatan on Spotify is just listed as Ailu. You can't really hear the juggling. I know. That's I'm, I had no idea there were jugglers. That's just great. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to go with Ma. Dear Snow was my favorite. I know it's long. Uh, I it just I was listening to him all today, and that one came on, and I just suddenly felt really relaxed, and I thoroughly enjoyed it from start to finish. Mm. I kind of like that hyper minimalist approach too. So, in a stressful world, sometimes you just need to have so, that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought the Russian one was quite good too, but it felt very '90s indie music, alternative kind of radio station vibe. Sure, mm. you say that like it's a problem. No, it's I not say this, this is probably Derek's favorite contest that we've ever covered because Sweden's <laughs> not in it. Like, <laughs> Wait until next how year. Will I decide. <laughs> uh, I, I think my favorite was also Greenland and then Faroe Islands and then honestly the Russian one. Uh, it was just really, really well done. But there are so many cool things here. Uh, I'll, I'll give a shout out to Ma, to the punks, and honestly, to the Sweeties from Yukon. Like, I know it's not like an, a ridiculous work of art or anything like that, but I really thought that it was an interesting, uh, just such an interesting and unique sound. Uh, and Alaska, like all of them, honestly, uh, Alaskan Kid was cool. It, it, I think it had a didn't stand out quite the way some of these other ones did. And we, it's what we talk about with the Eurovision as well, but it's still quite good. And my gosh, it, this is just so cool. So, so, so cool. So, yeah. I mean, major, major props to our friends at the aforementioned Eurovision Ireland uh, for letting us know that this is a thing. I would have had no idea whatsoever if they, if they hadn't publicized this. So thank you for that. Uh, to the organizers over at Nordting, if if word gets out to you, we love this. We're totally down with this. We can't wait to hear for sure uh, what what the future holds for this project. If you want some juries from, you know, a place that's not the Arctic, but we'd like to pretend that we are, it's Minnesota. So give you us know. a call. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yes. All right. Well, in that case, everybody, thank you for listening. Again, if you want to reach out to us on social media, feel free to do so. We're at all of the normal spots, uh, Facebook, Twitter, slash X, whatever you want to call it nowadays, TikTok threads, YouTube, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, at 12 points USA, or just email us directly 12 points from America at gmail.com. We will catch you all next time. But until then, everybody, I've been Samantha. I've been Derek. I've been Eric. And I've been Danny. And America, stop, stop listening, listening, listening now. Listening north. Oh, come on. Oh, come on.